Welcome to the Hollow Sky Podcast. I am one half of your host, Stephen. And I would be the other half, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? It's going. I'm here. How's your week been? It's been pretty good. I got to fill in as the boss, so that's always a good time. That's pretty dope. How'd that go? It was a little chaotic this time. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're here just coming off of the heels of our first live Facebook Live video, so that was cool. Thanks for everyone who tuned in on that. Uh, Congratulations to Devin for winning that sick t-shirt. We're going to get that together and get it your way. But before we get it your way, you did promise us a couple stories first. So we're going to kind of hold that shirt as ransom. Yep, we're holding it hostage. And I keep hearing about all these awesome stories you have that Kyle keeps telling me. But I'm not getting to hear them. So you should probably get on that. That'd be dope. They will be dope. And if you guys had a good time in the little uh, Facebook Live deal we put together, we can plan on having more giveaways and little get-togethers in the future because I had a pretty good time hanging out with you guys for those few minutes. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That being said, we got to plug our business for a little bit. So you can check us out at any uh, of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Catch us there, the Hollis Guy Podcast. If you guys have any good stories to tell us, you guys can uh, email them to us, or you can also call in. We do have a hotline. It's one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow And you can also use the voice recorder on your smartphone, which is probably the easier bet, but anyway, it's good for us. So now that we got all that out of the way, this brings us to our listener submission for the night. It is Lauren from Texas. She is calling us in with a story that her sister has shared to her, and she is going to share it with the rest of us. So, this is her sister's story. Hey, y'all. Um, I wanted to share a story from my sister that um, she brought up last night because she just got around to listening to the podcast and heard my episode. And she noticed that I didn't mention this at all because I completely forgot. So I had her write it all down for me because I don't remember it exactly. And it happened to her. So um, I'm going to read what she wrote to me. So hold on. Okay. My daughter had this white noise machine that she has had since she was a baby. My sister has it too for her oldest. My daughter went to a sleepover at a coworker's of mine and one night when one night when I had to work late and then the next night at home she was claiming a man was talking to her through the sound machine. Her white noise machine. I asked who this was and if she was sure she was three years old at the time, so I knew her imagination was growing. A few days later, she said that he talks to her through it sometimes and that he goes with her places, like to school, work, and grocery, etc. She said his name was Caleb. Things got kind of crazy the next few weeks. I think it lasted about a month or two. And then I had... Oh, and then I know this sounds horrible, but she spent the night at another friend's house. And when she came back, we didn't hear about Caleb 
ever again. I swear she dropped that dude off at her friend's house. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I remember her telling me about this and it freaked me out, especially the name Caleb. So, and my son has the same sound machine, but he has never had any experience through it. And I don't even get how somebody would like talk to her through it because it's not Wi-Fi. You just like plug it into the wall and it turns on. So I don't know, <laughs> but, um, I thought I would share with y'all, um, hopefully if y'all do put this on a podcast, she'll listen to it. And maybe she'll start calling in for her own things because, like, she's had a lot of experiences, too. So, all right, y'all. Bye. Well, it's definitely creepy. Anything to deal with that deals with children is is weird. You know, because kids have a youthful honesty that you have to kind of take in. When I first heard it, I thought... Maybe it was picking up some kind of waves like baby monitors do. You know, sometimes you hear right. stories about baby monitors picking up people's cordless phones and it playing through. But then at the end where she talks about it just being a white noise machine, I'm not sure what frequency those white noises are on. So that might exclude that. Also, it brings me back to when I was little. My parents would always tell me that I talked to an imaginary person that was in the static of our old television. Like, whenever they would turn on a channel that we didn't have, it would just be snow. I would sit there and talk to the television. So. But isn't there rumors that white noise can help facilitate the the gap between us and the dead? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's what I initially thought of when you when you brought it up in the in the call. And then not to mention, like Steve said, kids are more susceptible to these types of situations. Yeah, so. I definitely didn't even think about that. A lot, I know a lot of investigators on, like, television and such, you see use white, use white noise machines to kind of, I don't even know what it does, honestly. Just gives them, you know, a, a way for them to communicate. I guess it's easier, maybe because there's just a bunch of, energy in one spot that's kind of not being utilized maybe yeah and the fact that the kid was so oddly specific like its name was Caleb yeah like she had been communicating with it enough or if it was a figment of her imagination she thought about it enough to give it a name and talk about it and the fact that it goes with her here and it goes with her there it goes grocery shopping and yeah all this stuff like it's manifested itself into her life right I, w- I don't think that I would ever be comfortable with a white noise machine in my room at all no I'd probably pass on that too yeah and then thank god my child hasn't come up with a uh, imaginary friend yet yeah mine used to live in the TV I can't remember what his name was I probably said it in one episode before but it's either David or Jason or something like that. My mom would tell you. Yeah, either way, that imaginary friends are just creepy. This stuff creeps me out. Yeah, Everett, my oldest boy, used to have one, and he was oddly specific about him. He always wanted to wanted me to get in the car so I could drive him to where his imaginary friend lived in a barn by a pond. 
That's messed up. But I'd never do it because no. I didn't know where he was going to take me. <laughs> no, I would never want to go. Yeah, it was weird. But thanks for the call, Lauren and Lauren's sister, if you're listening. Yeah, and hopefully appreciate it. you, Lauren's sister, call in with some of your uh, more stories you got for us. Yeah, do that. That'd be sweet. Yeah, it'd be awesome. All right, for tonight's episode, getting ready to get into this, I just want it to be known that this is something that I had never heard of before Kyle brought it to my attention a couple weeks ago. I've always been into the paranormal, and especially cryptids and cryptozoological creatures and stuff, and they've, they've always been put into like nice little clusters, like a ghost is a ghost, an alien is an alien, a Sasquatch is a Sasquatch, but this, I had never heard of anything like this up to this point. It is bizarre, and apparently it's been going on for a while, and people keep seeing it, so... On that note, tonight's little case file that we're digging into is uh, a cryptozoological creature that's known as a black stick man. Yeah, and I hadn't heard about it at all either before. I just randomly stumbled across it not too long ago on YouTube. It seems like that most of these sightings started to really take off in the late 2000s. But there's also been reports of it happening years and years and years ago. So it's kind of hard to lay an actual date on when all this actually took off. But it really took off in the late 2000s. Kind of like with the like the popularity of the internet. People can get these stories out. Right. And that's probably what it is is... <laughs> One person comes out and says, hey, I saw this, and then more and more people read about it, and then more and more people, you know, start to pick up and relay their stories, and it just, like Steve said, just kind of takes off. Because I've I've delved into cryptids and cryptozoology for as long as I can remember, since I was little. I was renting books out of the library on Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and Ogopogo and all this stuff, and I'd never heard of anything like this until the last few weeks that you'd pointed it out. And it's, it's bizarre. It is. And it's, it's on a plane of its own. Yeah. And it, it is exactly what your brain is painting it to be right now is what they're seeing. Yeah. When I say stick man, it's exactly it. Like no features. Yep. Just if you could draw a stick person, that's what these people are seeing. Yeah. Like if it would came, like if it, if someone drew it, life size or larger on a piece of paper and it walked off. That's what these people are saying. Yeah. And they're, they're saying that it's, you know, impossibly thin. Like it could almost actually be two dimensional at times. And it has a lot of people report feeling dizzy or tired in their presence, which with all of this, I do have a a theory on it, but I'm going to save that for the end after we get past some stories and some other details on these things. A lot of people report the the movement of these creatures, for lack of a better term, are like disjointed and real choppy and odd. And then there are people who say they they move so smooth it's it's like nothing natural like nothing in nature could replicate it. Right. Almost like it's a part of the surroundings. It's it's bizarre. They and they say that there's 
like a sort of static charge in the air when they're around. And sometimes some people feel like that it could be malevolent. Yeah. And a lot of people just vaguely see them like almost like they're trying to get away and not be seen like they're, they're creeping off into the night or they're actually vanishing. But it seems like as, as the more we look into it, the more and more of these reports kick up and actually one I'm going to get to at the very end is pretty close to where we are, which makes it all the more strange. Yeah. And it is actually so close that I, you know, I am a tree trimmer and I do bounce from area to area, but one of my lots, which is where we park our vehicles is probably just a couple miles from it. It's just North of, of Lebanon, Lebanon, Illinois. Yeah. And it, it, uh, they also mentioned Marine, Illinois in the same story. And I used to drive through there when I worked for Pepsi on my Pepsi route, I'd drive through there every day. So it's, so. it's really close. It's within an hour from where we live. If this thing does exist and it is out there, it makes you wonder how many times you've driven by it and never noticed. No doubt. It's, it's bizarre. So with that little intro, we're going to pop into some of these, uh, accounts of these black stick figures. So we're going to start with some of these accounts that are from a few decades back. Uh, this one was first found on a forum in the 14 times where a witness known as Simon claims that he had an encounter with a stick man in Kent, England in 1978. Here's what he said of his experience. A group of about 10 of us were sitting chatting in Loose Valley at about midnight. After about 45 minutes, Will leapt to his feet, slapping his head, saying there was a bee in his hair. He looked absolutely terrified. Both Dorothy and I saw the outline of a tall, thin figure wearing a hat dancing behind him. Will said later it was as if a terrifically loud buzzing was coming up through the top of his head. However, only Rachel heard any buzzing. We partially satisfied ourselves that it must have been a bee's nest, and so we moved a little distance away. As we moved away, Dorothy and I saw a ring outlined in the grass which enclosed where we had been sitting. Eventually it started raining, so we headed for Rachel's house. As we left, I turned around and saw the same thin black figure walk across the opening in between the trees where we had been sitting. So that's the first account we found from England way back in 1978. It itself doesn't seem that odd. No. But if you put yourself in their shoes and you're out hanging out with your friends and you see this stick man dancing across the the field behind you, that's pretty weird. Dude, I I don't know that I would be 100% terrified in this case if I saw something crazy just off dancing in the distance. Like, I think my brain would go down other avenues. (laughs) <laughs> but nevertheless, and at that I mean, point, your brain's probably already been going down other avenues, <laughs> right? But uh, it is strange, and also the buzzing could be this uh, like a static charge that people are feeling. Yeah, the the uneasiness and and the malevolence could it it could be f- from this thing, right? The exactly. fact that it's wearing a hat kind of throws me for a loop, but stickman yeah. stickman can be fashionable. But there is uh the also the report of the shadow man aka the hat man yep so i wonder if those two are tied to each other somehow this next case happened to a nurse back in 1982 in essex england now she claims or i'll just read it verbatim but in 1982 when i was a student 
nurse at Wherley Hospital, Brentwood, in Essex, England, I encountered a stick person in the grounds of the hospital as I was walking home one night. It looped across the roadway, having been seemingly pressed up against the wall. It stopped when it saw me and raised its arms in fright and quickly walked off into the undergrowth. It was very tall with very thin, extremely long arms and legs and a very small oval head, totally black, no obvious clothing. I saw no face, even though it emerged very near a street lamp and so was well illuminated. I was terrified and to this day, no one believes me. Yeah, I would be... I would pretty be upset about that one, especially with how lurky it was. Yeah, the more the more that I hear these stories, the just more bizarre it gets. When you said, like, it looked surprised when she saw it and threw its arms up, it that like I'm picturing it in my head, like that there's just a stick figure moving along this rock wall, and as soon as someone lays its eyes on it, it's like it's like scared and goes, "Oh no, someone's seen me," and then it just right. like runs off in the opposite direction. It's it's so cartoonish in my head that it shouldn't even be a thing. You know right. what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Like it Absolutely. shouldn't even be real. Absolutely. But there's so many accounts that people keep seeing. There has to be something behind it. Oh now, yeah. Not everyone's imagination is making this up. You know what I mean? Right. If there was one account or two accounts, like yeah, maybe people are getting into some recreational stuff they shouldn't have. But dude, that's why. I, th- I mean, I I'm now the more we're going down this avenue and the more we're dissecting these stories the more i'm convincing myself i almost think i know the answer to what is going on <laughs> i'm i'm anxious to hear it dude i i'm getting anxious holding it back <laughs> see the thing the thing is like the way she described it very tall very thin extremely long arms and legs and a small oval head it's almost like these things like I read a lot of creepy pastas, and you guys can make fun of me for that if you want. But it's, it seems like a lot of these actual accounts are lending credence to these false, like these fake stories, like our new urban legends. These creepy pastas right. kind of remind you of the Slender Man. Like if yeah, you ever looked at that sure. and read about it, he's got long, unnatural arms and stuff. And it it reverts me back to the story that uh, Hannah had wrote into us about the demon she saw. The first thing when she described that I thought of was the rake, which is another creepypasta character. So it makes me think, like, these things have been here forever, and people started writing these stories about them to kind of, like, make up for seeing them, to kind of get them out there to where see, to see if people will right. believe them, you know? So it's it's bizarre. It's like these things are here, and now finally it's all starting to come out. Because like, yeah. when, when she described it, the first thing I thought of was a, a Slender Man, you know, with the long long arms and stuff. It's it's bizarre. And the fact that it has no face, like, that's... that's that, I think that is probably the creepiest part of all this, is that people say, it looked at me, but it has no face. You, you just get the feeling that this creature is just looking right at you. Even though you can't see any facial features, no eyes, no lips, no nothing. It is literally a black circle. But but you somehow know that it's looking right at you. It's terrifying. That is terrifying. Stick stick figure that's scared of me or not, like I don't want to run into it. No, and by it by it being scared is even weird because it's almost like oh shit. 
you're not supposed to see me. Yeah, you're not supposed to know I'm here. How can you even see me right now? Yeah, F that. As we dive into more and more accounts of people seeing these things, we get a lot of witnesses describing seeing these creatures when they were children. Uh, A report we found on Reddit says he had a visitation from a stick man when he was a very young boy. He says one evening he woke up with a heavy feeling of dread and got out of bed to go get in bed with his parents down the hall, but he wasn't alone. So this is his story. When I got out of bed, I opened the door and about five feet away from me in the hallway was a tall, black, slender figure, very thin, all black, no facial features. A circle head, the arms and legs were really thin and the fingers looked sharp. It made no sound and was gliding when it walked. The way it walked was the most scary part for me. I only saw it for two seconds and then slammed the door and started wailing and crying. Minutes passed until my mom shows up to my door to calm me down. I don't remember mentioning it to her, though she thought I just had a bad dream. She then got a roll of blankets and put them on the hallway floor for us to sleep together. For some reason, my mom likes to sleep on the floor because she grew up that way. My feet ended up being scratched very badly. Couldn't have been my mom's nails, and I remember it left a burning sensation. I'm 18 now, and it's one of the few earliest moments memories i had i still live in the same house in connecticut um this is one of the only reports we found that uh kind of touches on the malicious nature of the stickman especially him talking about having the scratches on his feet and stuff yeah i wouldn't be in that house anymore no it's it's bizarre especially that there's like physical evidence yeah that it had i mean i guess it had contact you can assume from what he says, that the stick figure clawed his feet. Right. Which is weird. And the way he describes it, just gliding down the hall, like not not even walking, just gliding. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. I mean, I feel his pain because, you know, I have my memories from whenever I was a real young kid, and they've been burned with me all this time. So, you know, I feel his pain, and I. it sounds like a pretty legit story. You know, he describes a lot. It is kind of odd that they chose to sleep in the hallway. That's what I was just going to say. Like, that part throws me because he was going to go sleep in their bed. Yeah. But saw the creepy thing in the hallway, and then the mom puts them to bed in the hallway. Yeah. That's kind of the opposite of the way I thought that would play out. Right. But. Nevertheless, it's still a pretty scary story. Yeah. It's bizarre. This next story also comes off Reddit from a, a woman, and she posted it on a couple different sites. But uh, she kept it quiet for some time because she was afraid to talk about it, which seems to be kind of a recurring thing with these stories as well. You know, people are being, they're afraid of being ridiculed, which is understandable. Yeah, it's such a bizarre encounter. Like like I said earlier, like aliens you can group with aliens, ghosts you can group with ghosts, and for the most part, people accept those. Like right. people, you know, they might not believe you, but nine times out of ten they're not going to, say you're crazy well yeah i mean think about it i mean if if your kid walked up to you and was like dad i just seen a stick man prior to knowing any of this stuff you you would easily shrug this off yeah that'd be it'd be you'd be like over imagination yeah exactly so it seems like with the internet more people are coming out and they're seeing that other people are seeing this thing and it's starting to gain some momentum and people are you know getting more comfortable to talk about it right But anyways, uh, here was her story. When I was growing up, I had a best friend who lived down the street. 
We lived in a quiet, small town where her dad was always working. I would walk to her house every day after school, and we would often take walks. We would walk to the liquor store to buy candy and etc. I would often see a stick man following us, peeking out from behind her couch. He was all black and changed sizes, sometimes the size of a small cat, other times taller than a normal-sized man. I felt very scared of him and felt he was mischievous at best, perhaps evil. I finally got the courage up to tell my best friend, and she admitted to seeing him too. I always got the feeling he was the same one every time. Not different stickmen. One time he appeared in the shape of a stick figure, horse, like a bad child's drawing. I always believed him to be somehow following me and watching me, until when my best friend passed away, suddenly our senior year of high school. She had a genetic heart condition that nobody, including herself, had known about. I've never seen what we called Stickman ever since. I believe now, perhaps, he was some form of Grim Reaper awaiting his time to take my friend. I don't know if that's really the case, but it seems odd the sightings of him disappeared after she passed. I never saw who we dubbed Stickman again. I'm researching him now that I'm in my late 20s because I recently confined, confided in my husband about these weird experiences. Oh, this one is definitely bizarre to me. A, you have more than one person confirming the account. So you have more than one person seeing the stick man, which kind of gives it more credence than just a secondhand story. Right. And two. Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, Regular leather boots, they they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It changes shapes. So that and sizes. really messes with me. Because it could like like she said, it could be as small as a house cat, other times bigger than a man. So if it can change change size, if you're out in the woods and it makes itself the size of a regular walking stick. Right. You never you never even know it was there. Yeah, you'd never know it even existed. That's crazy. It is crazy. And it, I would be I wouldn't like it. 
you know, especially <laughs> the either. fact like if you and me were hanging out and we both seen something, I don't know. It's definitely good that that her friend came forward and was like, you know what, I'm, I've been seeing this too. I've been seeing this weird creature, stick man, following us around as well. It's but also it, bizarre that it disappeared and she never saw it again so after I was just getting her ready friend to say, passed away. It's very odd. It's almost like it was linked to her somehow. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. And none of the previous cases that we looked at were, was it linked to any kind of deaths or anything? But no. still just it's odd. It is very odd. Another encounter of a child that witnessed a stick man uh, also involved her parents seeing it. They were in a car driving. So here's this, this account. I noticed something moving very quickly in front of the car. Here's where it gets difficult to describe. What appeared to be two black stick-like legs at, as the bottom half of a stick man ran quickly past the car. Everything in that moment seemed to slow down and I entirely lost my train of thought. The area around the legs even almost seemed static-like and blurry. Neither my mom or dad said anything immediately so I shrugged it off as looking out the window at night at a moving road for too long. But as I stared... Or, <clears throat> as I started my sentence again, my mom interrupted me. What was that? She genuinely sounded terrified, and I knew immediately what she was talking about. I basically screamed back, the stick man, and my mom began panicking. My dad seemed very confused and pulled over, and we looked around the area again where we saw it run. My mom said that she saw the entire stick man run from one side of the road to the other. Tall, lanky, almost 2D, just like a kid's drawing. When she calmed down she started describing everything about what she saw including how it walked this was only about a half a mile from our house so we drove back my dad still in a state of confusion and my mom and i nearly shaking ultimately we all came to the conclusion that everything in that moment was very hazy as if time slowed down and we were seeing into another dimension why my mom and i saw it and my dad didn't i still have no idea both of my parents are religious people and typically try to debunk stuff like this but they both agree there's no way what we saw wasn't otherworldly. We began researching and found that we weren't the only people ever to see the stick man. When my mom read one post about the way it moved, I saw her heart drop. The post said something about claims of the thing galloping, which is exactly how she described it right after it happened. Normally I'm very interested in stuff like this, but I was so terrified I just wanted to forget it happened. For some reason, something about the situation felt menacing. So that's another account of multiple people seeing it at the same time, which leads again leads credence to its uh what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Real. I don't either. It being yeah. real. It's a real ability. There you go. That's not the word, but that's what I'm gonna go with. It's it's amazing how similar all these are, but how different they are at the same time. Because everybody it's almost like everybody sees it moving differently and acting similar, but just different enough. Almost like each one of them has their own personality. Yeah. Like it's a, like it's a different one every time. Yeah. And when she said it, like when I read these stories and they describe how they move, I see it in my head because a stick man is easy to picture in right. my brain. Like it's galloping from one side of the road to the other. Like that is when bizarre it, to me. As it gallops, it almost makes me feel like it's messing with them. Yeah, like like just skipping away. Yeah, like, like see ya. Yeah. And it's just 
the way that she describes it like a kid's drawing is exactly how I see it in my brain. Right. And then just imagine how confused you would be as the dad not have seen it, but your wife and your child are swearing up and down that they saw it. And it it being so, uh, for lack of a better term, natural for us to think about being on paper, like you think of a stick figure and it's it's a natural thing you, th- you think of, the natural thing you see, but then seeing it out in nature where it's not supposed to be just throws my brain for a loop. Like it's... It's so out of place and so bizarre. Yeah, it is absolutely bizarre. I wouldn't, it's just back, you know, being back, like we've said a million times already, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel if I saw it. I would probably be terrified because it's not in the norm of things. But moving on. This story comes from uh, the Fortean Times, which we had in the very beginning of this episode. And it happened in England in 2010. Which is pretty recent. It is pretty recent. And it happened in a suburb called Broccoli. And it involved two guys who were walking home around dawn through a park-like atmosphere. And this is what they said. The word we coined later to describe its movement was lollipopping, a kind of up-and-down, bouncy walk. It took a few seconds for the two of us to realize this was no human being. I asked my friend, see that man? Yes, was the reply. It's not a man, though, is it? I found myself asking. No, said my friend, sounding scared. It isn't. The creature was entirely black and like a cardboard cutout flat and one-dimensional. It had no features at all, and it had arms that hung down to its knees. It seemed to be ignoring us. Then it seemed to realize we could see it, and it began to lollipop faster towards us. We ran to my front door and hid in the hallway as quiet and unmoving as possible when we saw the thing. We felt it was a male. Approached the front door and appeared to look through the glass from the way its head moved up and down and around. It then turned away. We didn't sleep for some time after that, discussing what we saw. It was shaped like many descriptions of greys, but both myself and my friend came away with the impression that what we saw was either of this world or from another parallel dimension. To all intents and purposes, it appeared to be sauntering along the road, enjoying the walk before it became shocked to see us staring at it in horror. We instinctively felt this was not a creature trying to communicate with. This was not something that it was good to be near. We might have been wrong, but neither myself nor my friend would ever like to see this creature or others like it again, though I'd love to get some ideas on what it was. So there's that story from two buddies. So it's another story of multiple people seeing this at the same time. And the more of these we look into, the more, like, I understand why people say they might be of an alternate dimension. Because these things seem just as startled, for the most part, to see people as the people who see them. Right. It's almost like there's there's a, a crisscross, like, of the dimensions. Like, they're bleeding into one another. Right. And the way they describe it as a cardboard cutout, like, <laughs> all I see is when it turns to its side, like, you can't even see it right. anymore. You know what and I, I mean? think that I think that is some of the descriptions of these things. 
is that they're kind of manipulating between 3D and 2D. It's so weird. So weird. <laughs> that would be so crazy just to have it walking towards you and then turn sideways and it just and disappears. Disappear. I don't like what would you do? I don't know what I'd do. Probably run away. Nah, I'd just run away. There's no doubt about it. I'd get out of there. It's odd that they described it like compared it to like a gray alien, which I'm assuming is long skinny arms and a great big round head. Yeah. But I mean they saw it I didn't, so Touche. Yeah, I wish I could just I wish I could talk to these people that saw it. And just ask them questions because I sucks just reading the stories after they were posted. You know what I mean? Yeah, for you sure. You can't follow up. Yeah. And by talking to them in person, you get a feel of the fear that they had, and you could pry more more details out of them if need be. Yeah. Apparently, they're seeing these stick figures all over the place. This next report comes from the Rocky Mountains, basically in the middle of nowhere where the witness was out setting up fish traps in a remote mountain stream at about 2 in the morning. There are apparently five of them out in the dark going about their work, maybe six if you count what was lurking in the gloom nearby. The witness's account. After a buddy and I finished lowering the trap into the water, the atmosphere around us got real heavy. It felt like it was humid but without the presence of moisture in the air. On top of that, our muscles suddenly felt weak, as if we just ran a few miles with weight strapped to our back. My visions and the visions of my friend went blurry for a moment or two. When it all cleared up, we all noticed that something wasn't right. Off in the distance, no more than 20 yards away from us, was this tall, slender, pitch-black figure. It looked to be about 10 feet tall, and its limbs were real long and skinny. It just stood there for a moment, its limbs just moving around real slow as it looked at us. The creature had a head, but no real torso. Its body was as thick as its arms were, its legs, and it had a real skinny-looking head with two bright white eyes. It just stared at us for the longest time. It didn't even make a noise. After a moment or so, the thing walked to the side, and as it got farther away from us, it got easier to breathe, and we were able to move once again. Naturally, we packed all of our stuff and hightailed it back home. To this day, we don't speak of what happened, and we never did go back for our traps. So this one's a little different in the fact that there were more than just two people. So there were about five. And the uh, said stick man had eyes eyes in this one. Yeah, it's the first one we found that had facial features. Yeah, it's also noticeably bigger than the other ones. At ten, I mean, ten feet tall is pretty pretty stout. Oh yeah, for sure. So that is uh, another bizarre encounter. And it was odd that, uh, well, a once again. People are talking about how this entity changes the atmosphere around them. And then the further it got away, you know, the like you said, the easier it got to breathe. Yeah, it is. It is odd that it supposedly affects the atmosphere. Yeah, it really makes you wonder what's going on. All right, this next story got submitted to basically a place like Reddit on the Internet. And this guy is a self-proclaimed skeptic, and he's having an extremely hard time dealing with what he saw. And this is his story. I honestly thought I was crazy. I'm 33, level-headed, and while I won't rule anything out, I generally don't think much of the paranormal. The other night, morning maybe, I keep odd hours, I went outside for a smoke. My lawn has a low retaining wall, 
about bench height and a long sloping road down to the creek. Noted for its malfunctioning streetlights, I saw something walking down the middle of the road. I have a neighbor who walks at all hours day or night. I didn't think much of it. As I got closer, it looked like a pencil drawn picture of a man done by a kid. It wasn't black so much as it was nebulous, like the static on a TV channel. Gray and black moving in a blur, in the shape of the sign that lets guys know which door to go in. The streetlights flickered on and it stopped. Looked around, I assumed as much. All I saw was its head move and saw me. As soon as it did, it took off down the road faster than my eyes could follow. I didn't tell anyone for a few days. Then did the promise you won't think I'm crazy with my girlfriend. She said she had heard similar stories and asked if I would Googled it. I did, and here I am. At least if I'm crazy, I'll have company. So yeah, there's that, that story. That one's bizarre that it's he describes the uh, creature as static, you know, as opposed to just being black. Right. Which is weird. Dude, this is all weird. Again, like it's uh, affecting the actual world, like the world around it, like the atmosphere again around it. It's like it's not supposed to be here. The way he described it is the the little man on the men's bathroom door sign kind of made me chuckle because that's exactly how I see it as. And there are tons of these stories. If you start looking at them, you fall further and further and further and further down the rabbit hole. Like I read one that I can't find about a guy who saw one of these stick figures near a lamppost. And this thing stood like 30 feet tall, it said. And it stepped on top of houses as it was walking away. Like monstrous, monstrous, huge things. So if this is something you're into looking into, there is a a ton of these sightings out there. So there has to be some credence to it. Me saying that, we saved this one for last because it hits close to home for us, literally and figuratively. So this is the last story that we have. It's kind of short and sweet, but it's it's right here in Illinois. So a man in Marine, Illinois, uh, about 3 a.m. December 12th, 2018, which is within the last six months. So right. there again, it's close. He was north of Lebanon on Highway 4 near uh, Hunter School Road. He was driving home from work, and he saw a stick figure move from his headlights from the right to the left. He said it took less than a second, but it looked like a giant red walking stick with four legs. So this this one is kind of on like I would like his hands and knees walking, like, right. like you would picture a walking stick as opposed to a man straight up. He said it was red, had only four legs, and was kind of levitated off the ground. And I quote, it turned to me when it was almost out of view and it had no face, just like a stick. So, like I picture a walking stick walking across the entire length of the road, just passing in front of this guy. Right. It's just. But it is so bizarre how these people say it has no facial features except minus the one story we presented. But everybody else says it has no facial features, but they all know when it's looking at them. And they keep seeing it. Like we said earlier, we're we're near these areas quite a bit. Yeah. Well, this area, for example, Marine and Lebanon. So it's 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 out there. If if whoever saw that, ever if our podcast ever falls in their ears, 
call us and get a hold of us. We'd love to talk to you. And anyone else Absolutely. that lives around here or lives anywhere that has seen this kind of thing, call us. Like, we want to talk to you about it because the more we look into this, just the more bizarre it is. Because this is, this is like nothing I've ever read before. It's so off the wall. I keep saying bizarre. I know I keep repeating myself, but that's the only word that I can put out there that does it any credence. Yeah. As far as theories go, I have no idea. You don't have any idea. I'm just going to, at this point, no. I'm just going to throw it out there that I don't know what the hell is going on. So, See, for some of them. I hope you have something that's going to just level me because I've got nothing. For some of them, possibly. Now, the ones that like, where the guy claimed that it was basically the size of Godzilla and it was walking on houses, I, I don't think that my theory touches that. But it seems like, for the most part, a lot of these things have been taking place during the night, right? Yeah. And then people start to feel weird, whether it's tired or a looming feeling comes over them. The, the atmosphere changes. Yeah. So my theory would be, and I'm probably going to catch a whole lot of hell for this, <laughs> but... Shoot your shot, bud. I am. What if these are just screen memories? Uh, elaborate that for me. So screen memories would be, for those who have listened to the entire collection of our podcast, if you recall, in the first episode, I go over a story. It's my very first paranormal experience. And it's when I was laying in bed and I saw oh, the yeah. eyes looking at me. I got you. But the eyes looked pixelated. And at the time... You know, uh, Super Nintendo and Sega were extremely possible or ex extremely popular. Now, the the running theory to this would be that whatever was in my room was making itself familiar to me to try not to make me afraid, if that makes sense. So that that's kind of what a screen memory would be, or a better description of this would be is if you've ever watched the fourth kind and in the movie the screen memory would be the owls creepy yes you know people in their memories remember seeing the owl but the owl is actually an a-hole an alien an alien yes that's where i'm going with this people is what if all what if in most of these cases could it be possible that they are nothing more than screen memories so part of me wants to say like that could be a factor in the cases with the little kids. Yeah. Because like that's what you attribute stick figures to. Well, and it could also be for the ancient ones too. I'll say ancients because it's just old, but like the 1978. Yeah. You know, but what throws me for a loop is that most of these, let's say, 50% of these cases when the creature is seen, it's as startled as the people are. Right. They see it. So. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it is the aliens that we constantly perceive. That's you know, true. You know, because if we're going to, if we're all going to sit here and believe that aliens exist. Kyle's going to say it's aliens. <laughs> I'm not I'm not 100% sold on it because the interdimensional thing also 
has a nice ring to it. Yeah, I mean, you're, the Aliens is as good as any other thing I can come up with because I got nothing on this. Right. Usually I'm pretty pretty open-minded and pretty quick to throw a theory out there, but I I just, when you sent this to me, I was like, this has got to be a joke because it was literally Stickman. That's weird, man. And I'm like, this is a joke. But then I got to looking into it and I'm like, there's so many people that are seeing this. Something has to be out there. Right. And as much time, like you trim trees and we live out here in the middle of nowhere. We're tromping through the woods all the time. Right. How many times could we have passed by something that we didn't even know was there? Way too many. Every time you think you see, you know, something in the corner of your eye. F. You're going to start thinking again. You know, you're going to start paying more attention. But Stick man or not. Yeah. I mean, luckily, luckily, these things happen more at night. Apparently, than during the day. Well, I don't want to see it at all. Well, I don't either, but Period. I'm never out in the woods in the dark, so. Unless we go to Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, which would be awesome. Yeah, so if anybody wants to start a GoFundMe to send us a Skinwalker to fight aliens. I'm down. We're going. I'll go in a heartbeat. But I digress, because that's off from where we were. Screen memory, yeah, that's as good as a theory as I can come up with, because I got nothing I find it possible. Yeah, definitely. Especially, with, like I said, with the little kids. Like They're going to be seeing something that they have no idea what's going on, and they're just attributing it to anything that they can throw out there. Same way with the guy who said it looked like the the bathroom guy. You know what I mean? The non-minimum bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It could just be their brain trying to come up with a way to normalize what they're seeing. Right. And, I mean, the one guy even gave the description. It looked like a gray. Yeah, that. So that's, that's I'm not saying that too. I'm right, but I think the the possibility of is like you said, just as good as the possibility of them being interdimensional or whatever. Yeah, definitely. You know, but the the one oddity is like you pointed out is the fact that they are just as startled. It's almost like I said earlier. It was like. They they react to like you're not supposed to be able to see me right now. Yeah, or 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 we don't or belong. I'm not supposed to be seeing you. Right. You know what I mean? Like like they could be living in their own little stick person world, going about their own stick person business, and then a human walks into the screen and the sees and they see it and they freak out. There could be two stick dudes having a podcast right now about the humans that saw them. Dude, that's trippy. You know, like, which drags like, us back to the like alternate. how effed up would that be? Yeah, join be join the hollow the hollow stick podcast. <laughs> you know, we're taking into accounts of all these weird fleshy creatures that we see. Like, dude, that's 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 bizarre to think of. Yeah, especially it's when they're totally reacting. possible. There's more than one where it's startled. Like that one threw its hand up. Like, holy shit! There's a human. They <laughs> just just I know that I shouldn't be laughing so much, but like just picturing that in my head is priceless. Just some stick guy just going, huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. Nothing comes out, but he's thinking, holy shit. There's a human. They do exist. Run. I'd run if I saw a human. I would too. But anyway, that's our uh, little case file on this evening, from this evening. 
We hope you guys enjoyed it. We we it's weird, man. It's totally weird. If any of you listeners out there have had any kind of experience with this, if you think you've seen one, and you haven't came forward with it, please get a hold of us. If you know anyone that has brought this up before, get at us. If you do some research and find some other weird um, encounters with the stickmen, get at us. We'd love to hear them. We'd love yeah. to share them. So just let us know. Yeah, and a little little disclaimer. I know we've kind of uh, gone over this before, but you know, going over these stories tonight made me kind of rethink about it. Is if any of you out there have stories and you have that desire to get them out there and talk about it, or just even shoot them to us, even if you shot them to a thousand different podcasts, but you'd still like to share them with us, please do. You're not going to be ridiculed here, you know. We there our very first episode. You can tell when you listen to us. We were nervous. You know, we explained most of our experiences with you guys. I I just want to let you know that there's no reason to be ashamed. And if if you are and you and you you want to share it, but you don't want people to know who you are, let us know. Just tell us. Hey, I don't want to be. You know, I don't want. I just want to remain anonymous. But you guys are more than welcome to share my story. Yeah, and and on that note. A lot, a reoccurring theme you see in these, or I'm not talking about it because people think I'm crazy. Right. And if if you have a story that doesn't have to do with the stick man, if you have a story that's so out there and off the wall that you're too afraid to share it, just bring it to us. Yeah. Like we're we'd not love gonna, to hear it. Yeah, we're not we're not the guys that are gonna think you're crazy. You no. know, because like I told you guys, my very first experience with the the eyes that I've seen, I've I told that to my family, and they all thought I'm. They still think I'm nuts, but it is what it is, you know. I, it's just one of them things that got etched in my brain, and I'll never forget it. I'll take it with me to the day I die. You know, that's why we're here. We wanna we wanna be able to get your stories out there and have other listeners hear them and talk about them and yeah. comment on them and come out with their stories. So we just we want to be that outlet. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Um. On that note, we're gonna plug our socials again. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Go there. Talk to us. Like us. Share us with your friends. Just get weird. If you got any stories, call us on the phone line, which is 1-877-800-4656. Or you can email us at thehollowskypodcast at gmail. Or you can record a voice memo on your phone and email that to us. The voice memo you can make as long as you want. Yeah. If you call the phone line, you got five minutes. After five minutes is up, you got to call back where you left off, and Kyle will chop it together. Yeah. So, so let's keep this uh, train rolling. Yeah, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the good night. We had a lot of fun. We hope you guys did too. So stay weird, all.